There we are. Welcome back, everyone, to the Discipline the Gen Show. Appreciate everyone that in here live and was waiting for us to get started. We got the new poker table here. It's lit up in green. We got the new setup going. We got some new creatives in the show that you guys are going to see later today. We are pumped up. It is NFL Week 9. If you're watching live, we appreciate you tuning in. We are normally live every single Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, but we did skip and go to Wednesday because of the holiday and because of Halloween. If you're watching after we record, you can always go on YouTube and look at the chapters at the bottom screen. So you can go and scroll to every single game you want to hear a breakdown on. And last but not least, make sure you go over to betopenly.com, set up your peer-to-peer betting account, start saving money. And remember, there are now juiceless player props on there for every single sport. So go in the description below and go sign up for that. All right, let's kind of dive into it here. So quick recap from week eight. Survivor, Gino nailed it with the Chargers. Dog of the week, we both printed you guys money. Gino had the Saints as his dog of the week. I had the Titans as the dog of the week. The highest scoring and lowest scoring, remember, guys, those are crazy high long shots, so we weren't able to hit those. My play of the week. The Commanders under 18 and a half. Can't believe I missed that play. They got off to a way, way too heavy, way too fast of a start early on. Do you know what you have here? I felt good about the Chargers, uh, man. They came out yeah, and looked yeah. now. I thought they were going to put up 40. And then, play of the week. No. Yep. Ended up being the push. So better than a loss. But overall, a very great week. Also got a shout out, Gino, who crushed it in the premium community. DisciplineTheGens.com is in the description. He went up over 40 units in a single month. Trevor went up 17 units on player props. Guys, these are betting half a unit, one unit, one and a half units a game. Unheard of for them to go up that much. Yeah, 40x. 40x whatever you were betting. That's what people walked with. 100%. So Nasty. Go check us out there. Let's dive into a quick, re- quick few recaps, and then we'll go into week nine. So first and foremost, the Chiefs struggled very badly with the Broncos. What are your thoughts on them? Is this just one NFL game? Are you worried about their offense? What do you think? I was pretty happy that you and I both gave out the Broncos. So I felt really good. Uh, The seven and a half was just too much value to pass up. But, you know, I said that this Chiefs team, we've said it now, how many weeks in a row? Something is not right with their offense. We, For some reason last year, we thought when they lost Cheetah, they made up for him. And it seemed like they did for a little while. Maybe it was Kelsey being 100% healthy and now not. Their offense is, is not even like, Top seven, top ten. I get that's gonna book that's gonna piss people off. Hearing Mahomes' offense is not top seven, not top ten. It's not explosive anymore. It's just not, they're not putting up a lot of points. They're not they get first downs. They're just not putting up points, dude. And I, yeah, you're right. They're not running the ball that well. Damn, that was my worst. Isaiah Pachenko is my worst draft pick in fantasy. I've got him on two different teams. He's worthless. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think the Chiefs offensive struggles are real. And I don't think their defense is that is that good to, to carry them. I, I dropped them in my power rankings. I, they're still a great team, guys. They're still the Super Bowl defending champs. They got you got to knock them off. Yeah. 
But well, the, only I don't thing, the only thing I'll say on this game is I'm seeing analysts now saying is Patrick Mahomes' best days behind us, which you already know. Oh, We've heard that how many times with Tom Brady and that's some of these all time greats. We already know those comments will never age well. So I'm not counting out the Chiefs. I think this is the I agree. long way. I, I think it might be injured too. Some with his finger I, or something. Yeah, I think this guy's downplaying. What are your thoughts on this Baltimore Ravens team? I was so I was either three for three or four for four betting on Ravens games this year. And then I took the beat on them, right? I was dead wrong. I, I got trapped like the majority of the public. Detroit. I backed Detroit against them. The Ravens rolled them. And they still look really good. Now, the Cardinals came back at the end, only lost by a touchdown. But the Ravens' offense keeps rolling. Are you buying or selling this team as a, as a Super Bowl contender? I'm definitely buying them. Uh, what I'll say is I almost had the Ravens as my one overall. In fantasy, excuse me, in power rankings. I, I left Maddie's team on there. I, I think – this this team is dangerous. The fact how they keep winning. I'm talking about the Eagles now, but something's up with these Ravens. They're clicking. They're behind their quarterback. The quarterback has always been good. The guys that critique their quarterback just don't like his style. That's their problem. He has always had a crazy winning record. What was the substat too? He like dominates teams in the NFC. So if you, if you don't know him, if you haven't played him before, you ain't getting him. So that's dangerous. So I'm buying him. I really feel good about this Ravens team right now. I'm buying that they're a top team, but I just I don't believe in I, I think Lamar is gonna turn the ball over or get hurt when it counts. And I just can't trust them in the postseason. So I don't think they're gonna make it to the yeah. Super Bowl. I don't think they're gonna the Super Bowl. I just think they're a contender. I, I I'm gonna stick with my Niners Buffalo. I'm gonna stick Niners Buffalo. Agreed, agreed. All right. Two more topics, and I promise you guys we're diving into week nine. Is Joe Burrow and the Bengals back? We see it every year. They come out flat, then all of a sudden they make a run. They're actually starting to make that run a little bit sooner than if you look at last year. But is this team back? And, and I'm asking Gino first because his Niners coming off the, the, the outright upset Y'all against don't this Bengals team. Joe Burrow just needed a little bit of rest there. But is Joe Burrow back or is in the Bengals back? Or is it more about this Niners team just being depleted and going through some shit midseason? So you'll see in the show later, I got to play against the Bengals. Obviously, you, it's not, you know who they're playing. So. What I'm going to say is, guys, before everyone else jumps on the Bengals, everyone is jumping. I got, I saw some of these clown lists having them in their top three power rankings. They're by far mistaken. That is completely asinine. Mm-hmm. So let me just say this. Burrow was hurt. So that explains the slow start this year. Um, they look good. But my Niners, and again, this is an excuse, but just please hear me out as the analyst, not the fan of the Niners here. The Niners have now played three teams out of four once they play the Jacksonville Jaguars off the bye. That is insane to give one team. There's 32 buys. Why does one team in four weeks have three teams off the bye? And our team's hurt. So I wouldn't be buying teams that are beating the Niners as all high and mighty. I would be selling the Niners as low right now. And that breaks my heart to say it. I watched that game. I watched that game three times. There was a bunch of third and longs where the Niners completely called horrendous plays, and Joe got him out of there. Yeah, it was a good win. They're a good team. I have them in my power rankings in the top fifteen easily. Yeah, but they are not top three. Well, I think it's important to to understand out of this past game this weekend is you know are you buying on this Bengals team or is it more about the Niners just being down bad right now because now you turn around and look at this Bengals team. And they're a one-and-a-half-point favorite against the Bills. And that's Sunday Night Football. So we'll, we'll talk about that here in 100%. a little bit. But it is something to think about. Last but definitely not least, Gino and the 49ers pick up Chase Young. 
How big is this for your team? I'm going to give you the full uh, screen here. Is this pickup? Is this possibly the difference between you guys making it to the Super Bowl or not? What are your thoughts? I, I 100% think this is huge. I think it's huge because we got him for only a third round pick. We played less than whoever the Seahawks paid for Leonard. In insane. Yeah. Uh, so I'll say that. Two, this actually changes our defense drastically. Chase Young and Bosa are back together. Bosa's looked down and out. His body language has been not fat and ugly. Dude swole is jacked, but like, I don't care. I got a big bag. So I'm hoping having his homie that he was in college when they can go back to joking to when they had no money and only dreams can revitalize them. We got Hargrave and our two middle guys now can stop the run. Our two edge guys can go against the pass. We will only be taking four at the quarterback the rest of the year. Yeah. It's nasty. It's it's really going to let us play because ours, we talked about this, our secondary is soft. Yeah. So soft. So are my Eagles Eagles. Right it's gonna... scary how soft both our secondaries are. Yeah. We're going to be able to drop way more guys back because we need all seven back there now. We yeah. can't, we can't, we can't do it. Yeah, we're going to talk about both our defenses here later soft. on the show, but. All right, you guys are here for the pick, so let's go into week nine NFL picks. We will start here with Thursday night football. Let's dive right into it. The Titans are trapped. Or no, the, the Steelers, is that graphic wrong? It's wrong. Gra oh, gra my goodness, Steelers are graphic wrong. is wrong. Steelers are home. The Titans are traveling to Pittsburgh. The Titans are a three-point dog over under 37. 66% of the tickets are on Pittsburgh in this spot. But the majority of the money is on the Tennessee Titans here. Now, Hopkins is already questionable after that breakout game last week. Questionable with the toe injury. Uh, they also have five players on the IR right now. Steelers have some injuries. Minka Fitzpatrick out. Cameron Hayward on the on the IR. Kenny Pickett's questionable as well. Some trends to look at in this game. The under is hit in 14 of the Titans' last 16 games coming off a win. The Steelers, you ready for this one? This, this Pittsburgh Steelers team, 8-1 and one against the spread at home, coming off of a loss. So they're a very good bounce-back team at home. Remember, that graphic on the screen is backwards. This Pittsburgh Steelers team is at home with Mike Tomlin. And the Steelers, 26-11 and 11 straight up at home, coming off of a loss in their last 37 games. Those are two pretty powerful trends. What do you like in this game, Gino? Yeah, I'll get a little analytical for the homies just for a second. So... You got more tickets, the public on the Steelers. Home, prime time, off a big win, off a buy, off a bunch of good things going for them now, off you know a loss. Now it's time to bounce back. I'm talking about two weeks ago when they went to the Rams. Then you got more money on the Titans. Sharp money came in to balance this out. I'm going to scare you guys a second. The sharp money came in so strong that the public at 60-something percent was not even able to hold the line at three. Vegas chose to drop that line to two and a half to get more money on Pitt, just to balance it out. That's how exposed they are right now on Tennessee. I think Will Levis came in and showed the Titans what they have offensively, the talent. That was the DeAndre Hopkins game with three. If you open up that secondary with deep plays on that uh, Tennessee offense, so the homie Henry can run that ball, that Tennessee offense is nasty. They're aging. We get it. But they don't need to be that good. Their defense is that hard-nosed. And, oh, man, I think the Tennessee wins this game with 17 points. I'm, I'm, I'm sounding crazy, right? I could see a 17-14 win here for Tennessee, and that's 17-13 maybe if they don't get in two touchdowns. So um, Tennessee's – it's a true line. I have it as a pick em, so I'm getting plus 133 all day. 
And Tennessee is so unpredictable that don't take the points. They might get the doors blown off them, but you just give me that plus 133, I'm throwing the money on it. Yeah. So a couple of things to look at in this game. Number one, Mike Vrabel, even after, what's his name's, uh, Will Levis's uh, game last week, even said he wasn't ready to name him the starter over Ryan oh, Tannehill. But now today, as of three hours ago, remember this is recorded on a Wednesday, Tannehill was ruled out. There you go. Right? So he was originally questionable. He's ruled out as of today on a Wednesday. So Levis will be the starter, right? Uh, I think they removed uh, Kenny Pickett from the injury report. So it looks like Kenny Pickett will be playing this weekend. This is a tough game to me. It really, really is. Um, I I just think that when I look at this game, I'm like, I like the plus money too, but those trends to me, right? The Pittsburgh Steelers at home, those trends are powerful when you're looking at what this Mike Tomlin-led team is able to do uh, at home coming off of a loss. They're a great bounce-back team at home. Remember, this graphic is flip-flopped here, so the Steelers minus 2.5 at home. I think the line was three, dropped down to two and a half. I know there's some sharp money there, but it's hard for me to not like Pittsburgh. I also, if you think about it, you see those young rookie quarterbacks that have big games when defenses haven't seen them before, and then they tend to regress. So it's hard for me not to like Pittsburgh here. I understand if you're going to take a stab on the at the plus money on the money line here, but I think if you play Pittsburgh here, you, you take the spread. And I think I, in my past life, lived in Nashville, Tennessee, because I don't know what it is about this team. They burn me every time I crawl back to them. I'm crawling back to them, and they're going to burn me. But I just cannot get away from what I saw offensively with their same hard-nosed defense. And if you can open up the deep, open up the run game for Derrick Henry, you can't stack the box when you got DeAndre Hopkins playing at full form. That's a very dangerous, very dangerous team against a pit who's been very questionable on offense all year. 100%. All right, moving on from this game, James in the comments says he's with me. He says, I'm with you, Maddie. Give me Steelers on the money line. I said Steelers on the pull and the spread. So don't be paying <laughs> crazy juice on this. This is a tough game. I wouldn't pay minus one. Was it minus 130 on the Steelers here? But I do like them minus the points. All right, up next. Oh, we're already going. We're this going. So we're, we're, this, we're on a Sunday morning. This should have been the first game. So apologize to everyone. No, no, that was but, Thursday. Oh, that was it's Thursday. Perfect. I'm tripping. We're good, right. we're good. First game of the slate, Sunday morning. We're going to Germany. Miami Dolphins are traveling there. Kansas City is the favorite at home, or not at home, but in Germany, minus one and a half over under. Only 50 and a half here. Very key number there for it not to be over 51 here. That tells you all you need to know about this Chiefs offense this year. Seriously. The Dolphins right now are number one in the NFL in scoring, and they're against a Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs offense, and the over-under is only 50 and a half. Something to, to definitely look at here. So 55% of the tickets are on Kansas City in this game, uh, but, but even more of the money is on Kansas City as well. 74% of the money so far have come in on Kansas City. Xavier Howard is questionable. That's a key injury there, groin injury. If he isn't able to go, that could be big for Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs are facing, ready for this? The number one ranked offense, Dolphins offense, scoring offense, is up against the number two ranked scoring defense. It's crazy they're that good. Right? So that's how good Kansas City's defense has been this year. Their defense has led this team to where they are. What do you like in this spot? So let's call a spade a spade right out of the gate. 
Who have the Dolphins beat this year? Let's take a look. They've gone into Chargers. Is that their best win? In hindsight? Probably. Right? I You could say beating the Patriots twice is tough in the division. You, you say that now that yeah. the Chiefs just lost to Denver. It's, it I is mean, hard. The good competition they've faced, right? Blown out by 28 against the Bills. Blown out by 14 against my Eagles. Chargers yeah. is their best win, for sure. Chargers is their best win, and then the, the divisions, I guess, is a good win, too. So they're really good at beating shitty teams, right? That makes me scared. But yeah. what, what I will say, and this is a little piece of like a tidbit. Uncle Phil gave this out on, on Twitter earlier. Apparently, there's some insane 70-something percent of the winning teams over in Europe is the team that got there first. And the Dolphins got there. This is crazy to me, by the way. Who How got there the, first? Dolphins by three days. Not even by like a day. How do, I don't understand how people are that different. One dude, the, the one dude showing up on Friday, the other dude's been there since Tuesday. That's, That's insane to me to have such a wide uh, variance. So I don't know, maybe because Chiefs in Europe is like similar weather-ish where Miami wanted to adapt to the weather. I don't know why, but I just saw that. I was like, okay, that's a check for Miami. Secondly, Dolphins haven't beat anyone, right? I can't believe this spread is what it is. I can't believe the public's not all over. The Sharps aren't all over the Chiefs. It looks like more money's on the Chiefs, but the variance between tickets and money doesn't scream sharp to me. Just means a little bit, little bit more action, a little bit heavier. Better. Yeah, I think this number was like one, one and a half. Now it's two and a half, or maybe vice versa. But I like the Chiefs here. I, I'm with you. The Dolphins. Back. The Dolphins haven't really beaten anyone to me. Um, here's a crazy trend for you, right? Kansas City Chiefs seventeen and two straight up off a loss in their last nineteen Woo! games. That's oh, like man. to me. That's like and the Tom Brady. Cheap, that's got to be the Tom Brady trend, right? And you're getting them cheap. When Tom Brady and the Patriots used to lose, you used to bet the farm on them the next game. So now the Kansas City Chiefs. It is. It is in Germany. I mean, what well, this number would be a little over three here, right? If it was in Kansas City, it would probably be yeah. four here, four, four. It's and interesting. Half. But Maddie um, and I are against each other on the first two games. You're on the Dolphins? So I'm going to say my best bet in this game is the over. Only way Kansas City remotely hangs is putting up 24. So um, I, I like the over here. There's no way. Just guys, I, I'm being square as hell, but there's no way this Miami team doesn't put up 21 to 24. There's just no uh, way. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain to you how that could happen. You ready Tell to me. hear it? I want to hear it. If you're the Miami Dolphins in this game, you're facing – now, look, the Dolphins are first in the NFL in passing yards and rushing yards and yards per play, right? However, the Chiefs, second in the NFL in defending the pass, but only 19th in the NFL defensively at defending the run. If you're the Miami Dolphins in this game, you're going to come into Germany with a run-heavy approach, and you're going to tick some clock out, keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. Yeah. That's how this game could go under. Sure. And I it's think that's the fair. only way this – this game could go under. But I think if you combine the fact that the Dolphins could run a little more heavily than they usually do with the fact that this Chiefs defense is legit based off of the numbers yep. this year, I do think this Kansas City and the under could hit. Here's another stat for you. Two as an underdog, eight of his last 12 games hasn't hit over 270 yards. He also hasn't thrown more than one touchdown in each of those games in the eight of his last 12. So he's been an average quarterback as an underdog in eight of his last 12 games. It's something to look at here. I like I lean Kansas City in the under in this spot. I could see like a 27-20 type of game here. 
truthfully. I can see like 27, yeah. 21 maybe. If you can click on Ethan real quick, I like his comments. Uh, and Dolphins are suspect away from home and mid-teams, like 100% Ethan. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm not always square. I'll, I'll be analytical for a second. I'll be square for a second. I'll tell you. Um, There's another thing. I bet my power rankings. I'm getting a better team in the Dolphins who I have higher on the power rankings than the Chiefs. I'm not blanking. I'm going to do that one other time on the show today. And I'll just go a little deeper. I think Jalen Back's a bigger deal. I think Mahomes is a little more hurt than people realize. And I think people are underrating the Dolphins' run game. They're underrating it. I don't think the Dolphins' run game is 19. I think they haven't had to use it because how nasty their pass game's been. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, yeah. No, I was saying the, the Chiefs' defense, defense is defense. 19th at defending. Oh, got it. Got the it. Dolphins' all, offense is very versatile. They're first in the NFL in okay. both rushing and passing yards. So. Uh, but no, I, I hear you. I think there's a, a case to be made here for, for both here. So James, quick question in the chat. James asked, what site do you use for the splits? So we use Outlier. You guys can get a seven-day free trial in the description of the Facebook and YouTube video if you guys want to go check it out. But we use Outlier. You can use it on desktop or on mobile as an app. It's pretty solid. All right, let's dive in here to the next game. So to start off the, the afternoon games here, we have the Bears versus the Saints. The Bears are plus 335 on the money line on bet openly. They're a seven-and-a-half-point dog, and the over-under here is 41 points. 84% of the tickets early on here are on the Saints, and around the same amount of the money here on the Saints, too. Bears do have some injuries. Justin Fields is questionable. Taysom Hill for the Saints is also questionable, and Michael Thomas has an illness that is questionable as well. A couple trends in this game. Under is hit in 21 of the Saints' last 28 games, coming off a win. The Bears, however, 7-21, and 21 coming off a loss. They've just been bad, so that, that's not a surprising trend there. And finally, the Bears, 15-31-2 against the spread, coming off a loss. I'll go to Gino first here. What do you lean on in this game? My best bet here is the over 41. Um, I think people are going to be extra low on Chicago after getting in, embarrassed by the Chargers. Um, the Saints might score 41 themselves on, on this team. <laughs> I'm being serious. If you look at this game and you look at what these these Saints have been able to do, the the fact that the Bears look so bad against the Chargers defense makes me feel like this spread is more than fair. I, I would go as high as Saints minus nine and not blink here. Um, this is a... The Saints are in a very, you know, tough division. Tough is in arguably the worst division, but like neck and neck in terms of records. They can't afford to lose a game like this. They need to come out and dominate. I genuinely believe their offense is going to be able to move the ball substantially up and down the field on these Bears, no different than the Chargers were. And then um, on defense, you know, I, I think the, the over-under should be where it is. It actually feels a little high. So it says to me that the Saints are going to score a bit extra like the saints are going to be able to put up like 27 30 points and then all i need from the bears is 13 and people are a little too low on the bears quarterback let's not forget right they were high on him two weeks ago we sold him pretty hard we were all over the chargers that was an amazing end to our week watching that yeah. and it shouldn't even been as close as it was it should have been way further blown out um so i i think this is a great place for saints and survivor I think the Saints defense is going to look good. I think they jump out early here. You'll probably see me, you know, when I'm smoking six to 12 seltzers before uh, noon, I'll probably be betting Saints first quarter, first half, Saints team total over in the first half, stuff like that. So 
I'm going to have fun with this one. I think this is a really big mismatch. And I think this is a bad, as bad of a matchup for the Bears as they just had in, in Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, this one's tough for me. I don't know who's going to start for the Bears this weekend. It looks it like it feels possible. Yeah, so he's questionable right now. Um, but so Why would you rush him back? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Um, Guys, and again, sorry to cut off Maddie. <clears throat> that kind of speculation, I think, could be holding the line down. This is one of those ones where I would bet it now when they announce Justin Fields is not in, it might jump to 10. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to rush him back. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, do you think the Saints have done enough to be an eight to ten point favorite against anyone though? I mean, so they yeah. have one nice win, right? That 34 nothing blowout against the Patriots. But other than that, I mean, lost to the Jags by seven, lost to the Texans by seven, lost to the Bucks by Dude, the seventeen. Jags are good. Lost to the, the Jags by seven is good. The Bucks they lost to by seventeen. They beat the Panthers by a field goal. Who yeah, are now one and seven. Let me rebuttal just real slowly. Yeah. And I'm being glass half full, guys. But yeah. to, to Maddie's point, I was impressed that the Saints were able to keep up with the Colts offensively, putting up 38. Colts have a lot, a lot of points, but that shows me what they can do against these Bears. I was pretty impressed with that game against the Jaguars. They were in it more than it shows. Jaguars are good. I got the Jaguars really high in my power rankings. Um Texans loss, I was pretty unimpressed, if I'm being honest. So I'll back Maddie up there. And I was really unimpressed uh, with the Buccaneers loss. So you're, you're right. They're, they're mid and their record's mid. Aren't they yeah. four and four? Yeah. To me, I was, I'm, I'm personally probably <clears throat> skipping the teams here. I do lean the over in this game. I just think these offenses, especially the Bears, they can put their defense in bad situations um, and vice versa. I know Taysom Hill's questionable. We'll see if he plays. But I just think 41 here is a, maybe even get it at 40 and a half. But I think that's kind of a low total in this game. Even though Gina's pretty high on the Saints defense, I just they're very inconsistent to me. No, they are very. I I just I'm high on them against crappy offenses. That's kind of what they and they haven't show. played the most explosive offenses. Like I know they played the Jags, but like Panthers, Packers, yeah, Bucks. Their Panthers Patriots. one wasn't good either. They, they all, that division plays itself pretty tough. Agreed. So, <clears throat> all right, um, some quick comments here. What's good, Mushroom MMA? Appreciate the love, up, Ryan. Guys? All right, let's dive into the next game on the slate here. It is the Commanders and Patriots. <laughs> Definitely the game of the week here. You get the you get Com the mic on this one. Commanders plus three and a half at New England, plus one sixty six on the money line at Bet Openly. Over under forty and a half here. 50-50 split on the tickets. More of the money so far is on New England in this spot. Uh. Patriots are really banged up. I counted today 21 players on their injury report here. So that's combined questionable IR, doubtful, et cetera. But here's the thing. Patriots 1-6 against the spread at home coming off a loss. Under is hit in 33 of the Pats' last 48 games coming off a loss. However, this commander's team, ready for this? This matchup in general, as this just shows you why this is the worst game of the week. The commander's... <laughs> 31st in the NFL in scoring defense. Patriots 31st in the NFL in scoring offense. Lovely. So the question is, what's going to give here? Who do you like? This is a no bet for me, but guys, you know we give a play on every game, so you'll get a play from us. Uh, let, let me just say this. The commies did a little bit of a sell-off. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Young. Uh, but can I really trust the Pats, like Maddie said? No, you can't trust the Pats. 
if, if you made me fade the public here, which would I like to do, if I'm blindly betting this, I'm taking the three and a half points. I did see little sparks of hope in these commanders, what they did offensively versus uh, Denver. Um, what the commanders, this is why the NFL is so crazy, guys, and I'm sorry for just being so emo. Dude, the commies on paper could have beat Philadelphia both games. Now they beat them neither. So the better team won. That's the difference of a good team and a bad team. The better team won. But do you know how different this week would be if they beat y'all twice? They wouldn't have sold off anyone. They'd think that it's their division to take. It's just crazy how much things change. And the commies quarterback, that's a young kid trying to make it. So my force play here is commanders plus three and a half. If y'all are making me do it, but I would rather not watch this game. Yeah, so a couple things for me in this game. Number one, I don't think the Patriots should be minus three and a half against any team in the NFL. That's the scary part to me. Like, they're that limited offensively that, you know, minus three and a half is super scary. So that's number one. Number two, if you look at NFL math, right, I always talk about MMA math and UFC, but if you do NFL math, the Commanders lost to the Bills 37-3, to and then the Patriots go to Buffalo and win outright, right? Yep. So that's something, you know, the put in the back of your head there. The way I look at this game is I just lean over. 40 and a half is the total. I lean over here. I think as bad as the Patriots offense has been, they showed us 27 points in Buffalo. The commander's defense has been bad all season. Both, like, I mean, let's let's pull up their schedule here. But, you know, my Eagles put up a lot of points twice on them. No, I know. Denver um, put up a gang of points and Denver I mean, doesn't well, score. Why is the number 40 and a half? It's because the Patriots have a good defense totally and no offense. I mean, the Patriots, we assume they have a good defense, but statistically it's not as not that impressive this year. Look I, at the I commanders. think their offense have been setting their defense up to fail. Commanders gave up 33 to the Broncos, 37 to the Bills, 34 to the Eagles, 40 to the Bears, 16 to, to the, the Falcons. Like, that was a, a good performance in Atlanta. Um, they held the Giants to 14. What they do? Eagles, again, 38. Like, to me, I don't get why this over under is 40 and a half. My best bet for the game, I would have to go over here. Close my eyes. I know it's ugly. Hope hopefully it hits, but yep. I can't get behind either team in this game. So I would probably just take the over if I had to had to force a bet here. And just trying to sell people to why I semi like the commanders, if y'all made me, is just 80 Maddie said 88% of the money on Pates. Pats, geez, can't talk. And they and they locked the line in. The books are not uncomfortable being exposed here on the Patriots. So to Maddie's original point. He's not mad. He's not afraid of the Patriots. The books are not afraid of the Patriots. Yeah. All right. Let's move on from that shitty ass game. <laughs> we got the Vikings traveling to Atlanta. Vikings are getting four and a half points on the road here. They're plus 210 on the money line, over under at 37 and a half. 62% of the tickets already on the Falcons. Even more of the money is on Atlanta as well here. Now we know about the Kirk Cousins injury, Justin Jefferson injury. There is a lot of. A lot of shit going on in Minnesota, right? Minnesota. A lot of stuff going on here. Dobbs. Yeah. Uh, some trends in the game. The under is hit in nine of the last 11 Falcons games coming off a loss. Falcons are one and four against the spread at home coming off a loss. And we know about Joshua Dobbs, right? Just got traded to the Vikings. He is not going to play this weekend. Oh. If you guys are wondering, that would be a crazy turnaround if he were to play. So it looks like Jaron Hall is going to be playing. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that name right, but he is from BYU. His NFL career, he is three of four, three completions out of four <laughs> passes, 23 yards in the NFL so far. 
I don't know what you guys want to do with that information, but that's what we got to work with. This, but four and a half points here. You guys are going to hate for me. Atlanta minus four and a half. Is that too many points? What do you think? Y'all are going to hate me here with this play. Let's hear it. Minnesota Vikings plus four and a half is my dog of the week. I liked what I saw. I'm telling you, I, I hated what I saw in Atlanta versus Washington. I've kind of written off Atlanta since then. Atlanta should not be minus four and a half. The only reason this is, is that injury report. Uh, guys, this jumps over to a bunch of different uh, betting systems, just so you guys know. So a great system that also translates over to the NBA is betting the over when stars or superstars are out. That's what Atlanta has here. He's so calling Kirk Cousins a superstar. Yeah, he is, dude. He's having a great season. Yeah. Jefferson, too. Primetime prime Kirk. I'm just saying him versus <laughs> with whatever the quarterback, Jaron Hall, you named. All I'm saying is, so one, I, I like the over here at 37 and a half. I think that's too low. Um, I am not impressed with anything these Falcons have done in about three or four weeks. So uh, four and a half feels like a gift. And I'm telling y'all, uh, Minnesota's not giving up. That's why they got Dobbs. They believe they can win this game. And honestly, they were... Pretty solid against my Niners, but that's not where this bet's coming from. Yeah. Uh, that That's where I'm at. Four and a half is way too much. I think this game should be like one and a half to two and a half. If you guys look, 88% of the money and bets on the Falcons and no one's blinking. No one cares. Yeah, no, I'm honestly with you in this game. Like Atlanta has been okay at home. They're always a decent home team, but like how do you not like the four and a half in this game? I don't care who the quarterback is for Minnesota. I mean, that's just a lot of points here in Atlanta. And if you look at Atlanta's schedule, week one, they beat a rookie quarterback, Bryce Young, right? 24 yep. to 10, his first start. Then you beat Green Bay at home by a point. When you finally play a good team in Detroit, you lose by two touchdowns. And they don't even then you score play, six. Yeah, and then you play Jacksonville and lose by another 16 points. And then your next win is another rookie quarterback by two points against Houston. You lose to the low-life commanders by eight points. You barely beat Tampa by a field goal. And then you lose by five to the Titans, which losing by five to the Titans is probably the most impressive thing they've done yeah. this season. So I think you take a four and a half point spread in this game and you close your eyes. You don't even watch the game. I think that's what you do. Maybe you take the money line. I'm hoping that this is a dog and under game for me. Maybe like a 17-14. Vikings, Vikings money line, baby. <laughs> yes. I got Matty on here. I'm with you. Vikings money line or take – I do value the four and a half in this game for sure. And I'll tell you all, the only reason why I like the over is not the Falcons. It actually scares me for Maddie's under in a good way. I like the over because people are selling the Vikings so hard. I'm actually afraid that Atlanta will be why this under hits. So hope that's helpful. All right, moving on. We got the another another error. We're going to fire our graphics guy when we get off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cardinals are traveling to Cleveland, so it's flip-flopped here. But Cardinals are getting seven and a half points on the road, over under 37 and a half points, plus 350 on the money line there for this Arizona Cardinals team that almost came back last week. 90% of the tickets on the Browns, 97% of the money on the Cardinals. I don't, I don't know if that's accurate. However, I just saw here, while we were preparing for the show, I just saw that Kyler Murray – is fired up and ready to go. And I quote, fired up and ready to go. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if he'll play this weekend. What? I assume that this line will move drastically if that's the case. Here's what I'll say. Does it matter? This is one of the top scoring defenses at home in the Cleveland Browns. 
Kyler yeah. Murray really gets rushed back here. Why? I don't know how I feel about that. I thought they're about to go like full tank mode, truthfully. If you're Kyler, why would you rush back to play at Cleveland? What? This yeah. seems insane. I don't know if he's just saying that to, to show that he's ready to go and he's not just taking payment. I like the under in this game a lot. Um, I like Cleveland as a, as a survivor. Um, I got to save some better teams for the stretch. Cleveland, uh, I, I really like them in my survivor. They're, it's already locked in. It's going to take me changing last minute uh, here. I hope Kylo doesn't come back because for a survivor, I don't want that unpredictability. But why would he rush back to Maddie's point? It doesn't make sense. What are you playing for? And I don't think people dive. I don't think people tank on purpose in the NFL. But genuinely, why would you rush back if you're Kyler? Why would you rush back uh, if they're quarterback at Justin, you know, uh, field? So I like the under. Um, I, I really think the Browns can humble every aspect of this Cardinals offense. And I think they could even do that with Kyler coming back. Yeah, I mean, we're getting mixed. We're getting mixed messages here. I mean, I see on Twitter, Cardinals coach tells media quarterback Kyler Murray is fired up and ready to go. He could potentially play this week versus the Browns, but it is not decided yet. Meanwhile, on the other side, Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson will practice on a limited basis today. I don't think Murray should play. I don't know that he will play, but uh, we'll see what happens. Let's not even spend too much time not, here. Yeah. It's too this, early in the week, guys. But check game. it out. Yeah. All right. Moving on here. Game. Seahawks versus the Ravens. It's a good game. Seahawks plus 230 on the money line. The spread is five and a half. The over under is sitting at 42 and a half, 43 on some sites. 63% of the tickets are on the Ravens, but more of the money here is on Seattle. Seahawks do have a few injuries here. Ravens, you got J.K. Dobbins on the IR, a couple other minor injuries. Some trends to look at in this game. The under is hit in four of the Ravens' last five games at home coming off a win. And the Seahawks, ready for this? 5-12 and 12 against the spread on the road coming off a win. So they haven't been good after winning and then traveling after a win. I don't know why that is. It's a well-coached team, but that's, that's pretty telling. So what do you like in this in this spot? Y'all know I'm NFC West. You know, I got nothing but hate for the Seahawks, but I don't like those points there, guys. The Seahawks team is arguably the best team no one's talking about. Now, I'm not saying they're the best team in the NFL. I, I don't even, I barely have them scratching my top 10. Mm -hmm. But honestly, they're just solid. They're just a solid team that keeps winning games. They're currently in first place in the NFC West. Um, six. Six is actually showing them a lot of respect. And I, I I really like the six. I don't think they win this game. I think the Ravens pull it out, but I do think the Ravens win by about three or four. I would not even be that shocked if the Seahawks win this game. Even after saying, like, I got the Ravens as my number two in power rankings and I almost put them over Philly, but Philly's just too dynamic on how they keep winning. Yeah. But six is a lot, man. And um, we're seeing more bets on the Ravens. So the public's going to like the Ravens here. They just are going to. The East Coast bias, they're going to. The Lamar bias. But the sharp money is on the Seahawks, and it's pretty substantial, and it's holding this under seven. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be with the sharps here. Firmly on Seattle, and I don't need any more points. I'm happy with the six. Yeah, this one's tough to me. Initial read was Seattle when I first looked at the game. The Ravens is on a tear offensively, though, and I just have – I just visually see Seahawks turning the ball over in Baltimore. Like, 
you know, I, just, I can't get that out of my head. You know what's uh, interesting? Their best win, Seattle, is off the bye. They went into the Lions and won. I know. That was my dog of the week. I had their money line. And that's, that was a good win. It took three fumbles for them to win that game, though. Yeah. But all I'll say is that hanging with that Lions offense, to me, tells me their defense can hang with Baltimore's offense. So, again, I, I really don't have Seattle winning. I don't want you guys to walk away saying that. But I wouldn't be surprised. I'm 100% taking the plus six. There's just yeah. too much sharp money on this. This is a lot of points. Seattle's one of those quiet teams. You remember when Seattle was getting points in that game in Lions? Yeah. The world was on the Lions. Yeah. The world. And was I on will the say the Ravens are not the greatest home favorite against the spread. I don't know the exact numbers here, but I know that they're not the best home favorites. Seattle just picked up a defense, what, Leonard from uh, New York Giants? They're making moves. They, they believe they can win the West. Yeah. Yeah, this is a tough game for me. I'll, I'll probably stay away from it. What are you liking on that total to round 43? Anything stick Ooh, out to you? Yeah. You know, that's an interesting one. Um, I don't have a strong lean. I got a strong lean on Seattle. That will be an official play I'm giving out, guys. So uh, definitely bet Seattle. Uh, I might be under here. This, this might be a, a 2017, 23-17 kind of game. 2017, something, something like there, 21, 23. That's too many. I don't, yeah. I, I think if you if you made me, it's under, but it's it's not making my card. It's I, I just want Seattle to score points. Yeah, I'm looking at this Seahawks schedule right now. I mean, on the road, they've had three road games this this season, right? At Detroit, they had that OT win that we were just talking about. Yep. At Giants, nice impressive win, 24 to 3. At Cincinnati, just a couple weeks ago, lost 17 to 13. And then since then, they beat the Cardinals by 10. They beat Cleveland at home by four. They lost that game. Yeah. It's a tough spot for me. I just don't have any leans on the total. I think this this is priced properly. I think the over-under is right on the money. I think the spread's on there. So, sorry, guys. I'm not even going to give you a lean here. That Cleveland game, I, I could see it playing out the exact same. Yeah. All right, up next. We have the Rams traveling to Lambeau. The Rams are a three-point dog. The money line is plus 160, the over-under at 38.5. 80% of the tickets on the Rams, but more of the money here is on Green Bay. Puka is questionable with that knee injury for the Rams. Packers have some injuries as well. Nothing crazy, though. The Rams, 4-10 and 10 on the road, coming off a loss in their last 14 games. What do you lean on here? One of my bigger picks preseason. Uh was the Packers to be decent this year. And I could not have been more wrong. I was all excited early in the year. And I, I thought they would have competed. Um, I, I saw some value. I think they were plus 300 to win the North. And I saw value in that. Dead wrong. I'll wear that L. Yeah. Um, I just don't know what these two teams have to play for. Um, I'll tell you right now. So I was actually on the, the Packers uh, on ESPN. So their GM is on record saying, these next 10 games are very important to the Packers' future and Jordan Love. So Packers coming off that 24-10 loss at home against the Vikings. That's even after Kirk leaves with the injury. To lose by double digits there against the Vikings, they even give you an extra possession. I think the running back or someone fumbled yeah. for the Vikings and was recovered. That's tough, man. It's really tough here. I don't, But here's the problem I have with this. Why is this number three? This is like the standard. I think it's like, yeah. It's like the standard. I'm home. We'll I don't think the, the Packers have done anything to be a three-point favor here. I think the Rams are 
the slightly better team and on a neutral field, I think would be favored. Um, I just think that's a good point. I think you have to take Rams money line here. If you can get it at plus 140, plus 150, like I just, I don't get why you wouldn't be on that. I know the Rams haven't looked great lately. Like, I mean, we can pull up their schedule, but they, neither of these teams have. And I think if you take it plus money here, I think you have to look at it. Yeah. This, this one's one of those, like, are these defensive brain teams that come out and play for pride? Is this going to be an ugly game too? If, if you made me, I, I'd probably be on the over here and both these teams just loosely air it out. Yeah. So that, that's, that would be my guys. If you made me bet this, I'm, I'm on the over. That's my one play I'm giving out. I have zero lean on either team here. Yeah, this is a good comment here from Ryan. Jordan Love playing for his job. I agree with that. He's playing for his future. He's at home. I think if you're going to back this Green Bay Packers team, it's solely because the GM, the, the coach, the, the the quarterback, they're all kind of playing for their future here. Um, but when I look at the Rams' schedule, like they've kept some games close, right? They only lost by a touchdown to the Niners early in the season. 23-14 loss to my Eagles. They beat the Cardinals by 17. But then the last two weeks, right, they lose like 23 points at Dallas. That could be more about Dallas finally getting it together. Honestly, they did look really good. But then that Pittsburgh loss at home, right, you lose to Pittsburgh by a touchdown and, in L.A. And this is where, and again, the NFL is crazy, guys. I thought the Rams should have won in Cincy on that Monday night. I want to say it was Monday night football. If not Sunday night football, week three. If if they did again, long time ago, but they would have been three and one with the only loss to the Niners, who just always owned them, and it didn't. And they bounced back against the Colts, and it's been all downhill since then. Yeah, they got that one Cardinals win, but yeah. big deal. The, I, these last two weeks, and so what I saw is the Rams can't beat good defenses. That's what I'm seeing. The Rams keep losing to good defenses. So. um the Packers were supposed to have a good defense. I, I was buying the defense really early, and then I sold them super hard at the right time. Um, yeah, it, this one's a tough one for me. I, I'm going I'm going over all, all the way that, that there's some fireworks here because neither team ha- has a lot to, to yeah. you know, be conservative about. But that's just me, like a nice 23-20, 27-23, something like that. The 39-and-a-half feels nice. That, yeah. that 40 gets the job done. Yeah, and to be clear in this game, like initial read was Rams money line just on the value. But like I think, you know, to answer my own question from earlier, Stafford and Puka are both questionable. Stafford right now, Coach McVay said earlier today, uh, he won't practice today, but the quarterback remains day to day. So, you know, I think that's why we're seeing three. Like I think if you have Puka, who's pretty much your number two receiver, and Stafford healthy, I think this is a a one-point spread you know, or maybe even closer to a pick them. So um, this is a tough one for me. I would probably skip and pass on, but I can see the argument for both sides here. All right, moving on to the next game, Texans versus Bucks. The Buccaneers plus three on the road here. Seeing that right. Um, yeah, another game where it is flip-flopped. The Bucks are plus three on the road here. The over-under is 40. of the tickets are on the Bucs here. 54% of the money, though, is on the Texans. Bucs are relatively healthy in this game. The Texans are absolutely depleted. Absolutely depleted. I think they have about 20 injuries right now. The under is hitting 17 of the Bucs' last 20 games coming off a loss. 
The Bucks are three nine and one against the spread coming off a loss, and the Bucks are eighteen and thirty eight on the road off a loss in their last fifteen in their last fifty six games. What do you lean on here? Tampa Bay money line. Tampa Bay money line all day. I think that that's backward too, right? It's in Houston, yep. I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I love Tampa Bay money line here. Um, I was impressed with Houston earlier. I, I'm, I'm impressed with their quarterback. I'm impressed with their coach, you know, D'Amico Ryan, who came from the Niners. But these Bucks, their defense is good, man. And if if they can just have a halfway decent offensive performance, I, I think it's almost disrespectful to these Bucks and who they've played some really good games against. Their I, I their standout win to me is still their win versus the Saints. I know the Saints aren't that great, but just the way they beat them in the division. I think the Tampa Bay Bucks really frustrate this rookie quarterback. I think it's very disrespectful making them underdogs. This should be a pick them in my book. This is a no-brainer money line bet. I don't want the points. Um, I, I would not be surprised. Uh, I might even sprinkle a little bit on the Houston Texans to be the lowest scoring team of the week. I like that. Yeah, I mean, we're going to learn a lot about C.J. Stroud here. Coming off of the loss, now comes back home. Say what you want about this Bucks team. They're still first in the NFL in red zone, in red zone defense, right? They stop people from scoring. Even though they'll give up the yards, they'll stop people from getting in the end zone. So as much as I could see this as a bounce-back spot for C.J. Stroud and the Texans at home, I do agree with Gino here. I think the, the value spot, clearly on the Bucks money line. You get it plus 130 or whatever crazy. the number is. You kind of have to take that here. So I think I think it makes a lot of sense. And, guys, I'm a bit of a broken record. So for those that come every week, we appreciate you. But you got to hear me say some things because they print me money. So I want you all to hear this shit. I always think if this was week one, what would the line be? Am I getting or, or gaining value or losing value? Now, that does not mean I blindly bet it, right? There's injuries. There's teams that are underperforming. But this, to me, is a chance where the Bucks are actually surprising me in a good way, and I'm getting them as a dog. That's, that's kind of backward to me. It's because people have been pretty high on CJ and been pretty high on the Texans. So I, I'm surprised. I think the Bucks would have been minus three, minus three and a half week one, getting that almost flipped on its head. Uh, Bucks money line. It, it's a no brainer bet for me. It's a, it's a, it's a solid unit. And we were both on the Panthers last week against the Texans. Yeah. So, that's a, that's a bad loss for the, for the uh, Texans. Right. No, it really was. So, all right, we'll see. We'll see how that game plays out. Um, it's not one that I'm super confident on, but Gino seems uh, like that's one of his plays for this week without a doubt all right moving on here i'm ready for this game i got to play for you guys here colts are a two and a half point favorite traveling to carolina the panthers are plus 140 at home on the money line on bet openly over under is 44 and a half 83 of the tickets are on this indianapolis team right off the bat now some trends in this game you ready for this Panthers one and six against the spread at home coming off a win. Not surprising just because they, they lose they and lose they don't a cover lot. a lot. Panthers are also six and 14 straight up off a win in their last 20 games. The over is hit in the Colts last five games on the road off a loss. What do you like here? I cannot help, but like the Panthers money line. And I'm going to tell you why mm. it makes no sense. Why are the Colts only minus two and a half? Why? Are they your dog of the week? Is that what he said? Carolina saying? Panthers, baby, are my dog of you the week. You savage. You ready for this? 
Bryce I love Young. It. Bryce Young gets his first win in the NFL last week, coming off the bye week, right? Now he comes home, and what does he get? The 32nd ranked scoring defense in the NFL. Oh. I love this spot for the rookie. Get some confidence. Oddsmakers make him a two and a half point dog. They're begging you degenerates to bet the Colts here on the road. I love this spot here for Carolina. Keep the damn points. Give me the money line. The Colts gave up 38 to the Saints, 39 to the Browns, 37 exactly. to the Jags. Exactly. That's all in their last three games. Meanwhile, Panthers have played the Seahawks, the Lions, the Dolphins. They're a victim of a tough schedule, right? And they've showed some promise other than turning the ball over. Like that's why I've been so frustrated because I've got burnt on the Panthers a couple times early in the season. And I see the eye test shows me that this team is not terrible, but then they just make the silly rookie mistakes. Right. So I'm going to go on record right now. You ready for this? This will be Bryce Young's first 300 yard game in the NFL this week. I don't think he's past 230 or 240. Well, that'll pay some money. This will be, I'm going to, I don't, I'm going to ladder it. I'm going to ladder Bryce Young up this weekend. I'm gonna. I don't know what the odds are yet. I have to look at that. That'll but pay. That'll pay well. Dude. Give me the Panthers at home as a dog on the money line. Give me Bryce Young overs and give me the Bryce Young ladders. What are your thoughts? I like it, brother. Yeah, I honestly didn't know that, but I love the Panthers here. Uh, I, I go all the way back to the Panthers when they went across the country to Seattle. They should have won that game. Again, I'm telling you all my losses because I remember them more. But uh, I'm being serious. The Panthers' defense is actually decent. I think this is gonna be one of Maddie's dogs to the under game. I know it's scary, guys, so I know you want to bet the over here because the over makes too much sense. I think the Panthers' defense shows up. I really do. Um, It's the only way this 44 makes sense. This 44 makes no sense. It should be a 48, 49. And whenever my systems are off by four or five points, I don't pounce on it. I say, hey, someone better than me at capping is putting their casino on the line and millions of dollars in exposure. They know what's up. So I'm... ugly, 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 ugly on this under. I'll probably be betting this a full unit on the first half under because it doesn't make sense to me. I think the Panthers defense shows up against the Colts, and I really like the Panthers to win this game. Yeah. I mean, look, the Panthers had a brutal stretch. They played a lot at Detroit, at Miami. Like, you know, it's just... They did, dude. They played played some good teams. They played the Saints defense. They opened up division. Division went over to Seattle. Mm -hmm. Healthy Vikings, Lions, Dolphins. Dude, they've had it rough. Yeah. No, I agree. They're not as bad as everyone thinks. Yeah. And I hate going against my boy Gardner Minshew. Like, I have to really like a game to go against my boy Gardner. So, dog of the week, Panthers money line for me. Also, probably an official pick or play for Geno. We'll we'll see by the end of the week. But I love this spot here for Carolina. Right when I saw it and I was reviewing this game, a smirk just came across my face. I was like, this is this is the one. You ladder. Y'all are sick. I can feel it, bro. I can feel it. So, all right. Moving on to the next game. Oh, here me, we go. Oh, my. The Dallas Cowgirls are traveling to my Philadelphia Eagles. They're plus 230 on the money line. Is that right? That can't be right. I know Bet Openly's odds plus are good. Plus 144. Okay. So, someone, our graphics guy, that's mistake number five. <laughs> But they're a three-point dog. Forty-four. I was looking at the game this in morning. In Philadelphia, the over/under is forty-six here. Sixty-one percent of the tickets are on Dallas. Fifty-nine percent of the money is on Dallas as well. So more money and more tickets are back in the Cowboys here. Here are the trends now for you. you ready for this? 
Eagles, 42-19 and 19 at home coming off the win. And that's in their last 61 games. Here's another one. The under has hit in 32 of the Cowboys' last 46 games on the road coming off a win. And the under has hit in 32 of the Cowboys' 46 games coming or on the road coming off a win. And that's in the regular season and the playoffs. So I just I just repeated that one. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts here? Because I want to go over the last couple head-to-head games here. All right. Um, last year, 40 to 34 Cowboys in Dallas. And then it was in Philly that scoring drops way down, 26 to 17 Eagles. Now, the Eagles offense, I'm sorry, the Eagles defense, we have not looked good, right? Here are the numbers. My Eagles fourth-ranked scoring offense is taking on the Cowboys' third-ranked scoring offense. So the Cowboys actually have been slightly better on offense this year than the Eagles. You can call it around a tie, right? The difference is, and the reason why I'm struggling this game, game, like I'll take my Eagles a hat off for a second here, right? My Eagles, we're the 18th ranked scoring defense in the league this year, and the Cowboys are fourth. I'm struggling with this game. I'm an Eagles fan. I want to hammer my birds. I really do. I probably still will just, just to ride the action. I want to, and I'm going <laughs> to. But the challenge I have with this game is I'm not stupid. I've seen my eye test shows me that my Eagles defense is ass right now. They are not looking good. The back end looks absolutely terrible. We're giving up points. We're giving up big plays. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous for this game. And truthfully, I think we need to lose this game to wake up. I really, I really do, bro. I really like me. I think we need to lose the Cowboys in Philly. And the thing is, is, we could come out and make the Cowboys look silly. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm prepared for that, too. But I, it's hard for me to not like the over here. I can't tell you how many casuals attack you and I that were blind homers. If y'all listen to us. I bet against are, my Eagles. We're worse on our team. We're more critical on yeah. our teams than we are of any team. So, uh, okay, guys. I, again, I want to I wanna give you all the, the good, the bad, <laughs> and the ugly. And I want and I want to break this down. So, I think you're getting the Eagles here a little cheap. I'm, I'm being honest, guys. I think you're getting the Eagles cheap. Last time I said that, I gave you guys the alternative Eagles line, and it smacked. It was almost like plus 240, and it smacked. And I gave it out, and I literally said this verbatim. I'm telling you all right here, there's probably one way I bet this game. It's the Eagles alternative run line. Probably going to be around minus six or something like that. And I'll tell you why. Again, <laughs> the Eagles are cheap in this situation because the public is back high on Dallas. All they need Dallas to do is have one good game and they're ready to crown them the Super Bowl champs. And I don't give a shit that the Dallas Cowboys beat the Rams. The Rams are pissed. What did what, they do before that? Give me the last few games. What have what these Dallas Cowboys done this season? Let's go line for line, backward to forward. I don't care that they beat the Rams. It means nothing right, So me. weather Rams in Philly this weekend... 63 degrees high, 43 degrees it's, low, it's, sunny and cloud. It's football like, weather. It's yeah, fine. It's nothing, nothing to worry Hang about. Out. All right, here's the Cowboys Give me the schedule. Cowboys schedule backward. There you go. So, all right, Cowboys schedule. Last game, 43 20 win against the Rams. That's coming off the bye week. Yeah, so I'm getting, I'm getting the Eagles cheap because everyone's high on the Rams. And I'm yeah. going to keep, keep saying they that. Beat, they beat the Chargers in LA 20 to 17. Look at that. Lose to the 49ers 42 Barely 10. beat the Chargers. They only score. Hold on, real quick. Sorry, Maddie. The Dallas Cowboys offense only scored 20 against the Chargers defense. And 10 against the Niners. Doesn't make me excited. Yeah. They scored 10 before that against my Niners. 
And the, they did smoke the Patriots. Patriots but a lot up. of that was because of turnovers. I Turn think pick six. And they game. lost to Arizona. They did. Arizona good. money line, baby. We had they, Arizona and the points in that game. And then they have two really good wins against both New York teams. So, I, I, guys, I'm sorry. I have not seen anything to make me high on the uh, – I had guys arguing with me that Dallas is top five power ranking. I said, what game made you determine that? The last one versus the Rams? Yeah. Nah, sorry. Eagles alternative money line. So you're telling me it's safe for me to hammer my Eagles. I'm telling you minus three is a great bet. It's cheap. Take take the minus three. I'm giving out the minus six now just to show confidence because – too many people they get behind the Dallas Cowboys. I think Dallas like Cowboys can be good. You like this over at forty six? You you know I I do think you guys are gonna be able to score on them. Um, I'm just not that high on their offense. I'm just not high on Dak, and I've said that all year. He doesn't play good against good defenses. Yeah, but so it's not a good defense right now. Yeah, Wait, no, it's a good pull, point. It's a good up, point. Let's pull up the numbers. The problem I have right is I'm not worried about the run game. It's just the explosive plays we give up. You know, that's and like CD Lamb's looking really Dude, good. Your, from last your week. receiving core is going to shred them up. You think Jalen's going to run the ball? If you guys like y'all like that ladder stuff, I'm trying to get into it now that we added single bet player props and added instant DFS on the bet openly. So I'm trying to do it. I wouldn't mind laddering Jalen Hurts as high as he goes up on rushing yards. I wouldn't mind seeing him get active with his feet, um, like, like a nice 50 yard. So right now, game. bro, we're first in the NFL against the run defensively. We are 26 through there. 26. Now, the Cowboys are only 16th offensively in, in passing yards. So, Dak's going to have to shred you? Not yeah. that but the question happening. is, teams can't run the ball against the Eagles, so that's why they're throwing it. That's why the – so – What is Dak? Yes, INT. That, you could put put that in the – I might bet my life on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing with Dak, though, is like he's either going to come in and play really yeah. good or really bad. No, I get it. I mean, Dallas sees this is their division as much so as anyone else. Maybe the alternate line does make sense. Maybe you take the Cowboys minus points or the Eagles minus even more. I, I promise you guys I was doing this with power rankings. I got the Eagles as one right now, and I don't have Dallas as top five. I have them like I six or seven. I just can't believe you have the Eagles at one when the, my defense has been this bad. They just keep finding ways to win. I, I, I believe this is going to be the first staple win for you guys. This is when you all wake up. And, dude, I'm telling you. Your offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, team's getting playing more. You keep winning. Minus three is a gift. An absolute gift. Yeah. Mm. Dude, that, right, that, well, that's like the default line at home. Come on. All right. I'm it's going to be a good it, game. Bro. I'm going to take it. Philly starches them. We got some good comments here from Jake. Philly, Philly starches them. I like it, Jake. From Ismail. It's Not about a baby Ismail. Dak has another bad game. I'm with Gino. I like it. Dak will blow it. He's going to blow Dak it, guys. Blow it this is the perfect here. chance. I can already see the people talking about maybe maybe it's just not Dak's team. Maybe the problem's always been Dak. He's so up and down. It's crazy. All right, we got to move on because we can spend an hour on that know. game. All right, we are going Giants versus the Raiders here. It's criminal. A much more exciting game, right? The Giants are plus 120 on the money line. Plus one and a half on the spread over under 37 and a half. 62% of the tickets are on the Raiders here, but more of the money is on the Giants. Under is hitting 12 of the Giants last 16 coming off a loss. And the Giants are 23 and 49 straight up off a loss. What do you like here? Uh, guys, this is actually one of my favorite unders of the week. 
it's I'm absolutely all over this. I actually don't think Jimmy's as bad as everyone else. Jimmy's does. not playing. No, I know. I'm saying I don't think he's yeah. as bad. I'm saying it's not a solution. They're gonna throw someone else in. They're gonna be just as bad. Yeah. The Giants' defense is actually pretty good. I feel bad for them. Their offense is horrendous. You were telling me some stats. You're looking at Daniel Jones is what over a half of touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I think J- Daniel Jones over under on passing TDs is like a is one touchdown. Now, like, granted, the over is like minus two forty or something, but. The- the Raiders defense played good in their last game. It's hard to see that because they got so worked, but dude, yeah. they really did battle. Um, I, I love this under. Yeah. This is, I, I said it earlier and I'll, I'll say it again. Maybe just on value is maybe, maybe I go Giants as the lowest scoring team uh, with Houston. There were two of those in, do a half unit each. Um, I, I think you get some pretty high money, yeah. like 20 to one. Yeah, so for those asking, the Giants quarterback is Aiden O'Connell. Here, I'm sorry, the Raiders quarterback is Aiden O'Connell. So here's what I'll say about this game. At first glance, right, I was so close to saying, oh, Giants money line here. Giants money line, the Raiders organization, done, right? Just completely done. Devontae Adams is pissed. The whole organization's pissed off. They look like shit. They're losing games. They're supposed to be winning. The most disappointing team in the NFL this year, in my opinion. But then I started digging. I started looking around, Uh-oh. right? Uh-oh. And a couple of things stuck out to me, right? And the Raiders, from what I've read and what I've seen, seem optimistic about this quarterback, right? Jimmy G's been benched. And then you go back and look at some of their losses. Brian Hoyer, two interceptions in their loss recently. Jimmy G interceptions. Okay. His team is not terrible. No, they're good on defense. They're self-inflicted losses. So if you have this O'Connell guy, he can come in and just play smart football. This is their game to lose. And you're getting to think about preseason. I mean, granted, preseason, the Giants were coming off of a good year. So, But preseason, you tell me the Raiders minus two at home, people are like, I can buy into that, right? So we are getting the Raiders at the absolute lowest spot you can buy them here. And I think that this quarterback is going to come in. The team's optimistic. I think the Raiders could end up looking like an okay team at home here and get it done. And it's only minus two. I a hundred percent like the buy low here. I like they fired their coach because I don't ever think the coaching was a problem there. I'm still convinced uh, Gruden should be there, but to, to Maddie's point, you're buying, you could not be buying the Raiders any lower and we love buying low. We love buying low. So I'll throw you a bone there, brother. That, yeah. I mean, look, the Raiders are three and five. They're not ready to like throw their season out and tank here. They benched Jimmy G. Like I'm looking at ESPN right now in this article. Raiders will start O'Connell at quarterback. They're talking about how this team is ready to rally behind this guy. Their, their whole okay. locker room. And again, maybe I'm reading too much into it. But I just think this is a cheap spot to get them at minus two here. And again, my initial read was all over Giants money line. But then you go back and you kind of look at this Giants schedule. And you're just like, can I really even? Yeah, what have they done? (laughs) I mean, the Giants, like I even have written in my notes here. Like I was telling you guys, I was ready to take the Giants money line. The Giants are competing. Three-point loss to the Jets where they should have won. 14-7 win against Commanders. At Buffalo, at Miami, they kind of competed. I think everyone's going to be on the Giants here. I really do. Um, The peak of the Giants season (laughs) Was when they, Waller's out for weeks. When they beat the Cardinals, and the Cardinals beat Dallas the following week. Yeah, and look, so the Giants, they had that 14-9 loss to the Bills. The Bills were coming back from London. 
where teams coming back from London, kind of on that jet lag. Then it's a weird division game at home where they beat the Commanders 14-7. Then they blow that game against the Jets. I want you to put ourselves in their shoes for a second. There's, they, they should have beat the Jets. They absolutely should have beat right? them. Right? And then they give up. They make stupid plays at the end of the game. They kick that long field goal. Then Zach Wilson comes down, gets somehow a field goal drive. They hit the field goal, and they lose that game. I'm, I think that was a deflating loss for them. I think they could come into Las Vegas now. This is I'm starting to talk to myself into this being like a two-unit play, bro. I'm really starting to get behind this Raiders team. If their backup quarterback can just not blow this game and play smart ball, I think the Raiders win this game easily. I'm just thinking about being in the Giants' shoes here, and like their season is over, bro. They have two wins and five losses. They're coming off a huge swing game against the Jets team. I'm starting to really get behind this Raiders minus two as I'm probably the best buy low spot of the week. And I was surprised the Giants didn't trade off more people than they did. Yeah, and this is a good comment here. The Giants lost their best D tackle. Darren Waller is out potentially for weeks. I'm seeing on their homepage here. I'm starting to buy into this Raiders minus two. Can you get behind it? I can get behind the Raiders minus two. I'm, right. I'm now more nervous for my under than anything. The fact they got rid of so many people, but I do think they have a pretty good defense. Yeah. That's the only thing I've liked about this Giants all years. The defense didn't blow it. Yeah, no, for sure. Question in the comments. What are our thoughts on the Germany game? Miami versus Kansas City. You can scroll back and look. We did break down that game already, but my, my initial lean was Kansas City in the under. I think Gino likes Kansas City in the over. All right. Miami in the over. We're Miami, opposites. Miami in the over. We're complete opposites on that game. All right. Moving on here. What's this? This is Sunday Night Football? Yes. No, no. Not yet. No, uh, no, no. That's, okay. uh, this is a four o'clock game. Yeah, this is still four o'clock here. Where is this Woo! game? Chargers and the Jets here. Oh, no. This is, this is Monday night. Oh, so we skip. Go then go past. Go to the Sunday night, which is Bill Cincy. There it is. There we we'll go. Go back. All right. Cool. Error number six. All right. The Bills are traveling to Cincinnati. They're getting two and a half points on the spread. It looks like one and a half right now. Money line plus 180. That looks like an error as well. <laughs> Over under 49 and a half. Maybe you can pull up that. Yeah, yeah. It looks, I believe the money line's around plus 130 here for the Bills. Over under at 49 and a half. 63% of the tickets are on the Bengals. 79% of the money. So a little bit more of the money on the Bengals as well here at home. Very interesting spot, right? The Bengals always start the season poorly. Then they start to come back on mid-season and late season and make this huge run. This is a crazy spot, guys. Just weeks ago, the Bengals were a bottom 10 team in the NFL. Now they come out and put one good performance out. And next thing you know, they're favored to beat the Buffalo Bills. I get that it's a home game, but something to look at here. Some trends in the game. Bengals have won their last nine games at home coming off a win. That has to have a lot to do with this number here. Bengals 4-1 and one against the spread versus the Bills in their last five games. So they have this Buffalo Bills team's number. And the under has hit in 15 of the Bengals' last 21 games coming off a win. What do you like here, Gino? I got my best bet as the Buffalo Bills money line. Um, I'll, I'll tell you guys why, and I'll, I'll dive into it. So, one... I do think people are a little too high on Cincy when they should be lower on my Niners. So that's that's number one. At that exact perfect time, I still think people are writing off the Bills. They're still saying, hey, the Bills aren't right. They're not this. They're not that. And they're critiquing the Bills, even though their record's good. What, what, is, what is the Bills? Uh, where is it? Yeah, the These Bills, Bills still beat Miami. The Bills are five and three. They're five and three, right? So they're... The Bengals are now four and three. Yeah. 
So all I'm saying is you're telling me, you're giving me these bills who everyone's writing off, who last year when this team was played, I believe it was the exact inverse, right? The bills were minus three at home or something like that. So give me that plus 133. That's the money line I'm seeing right now on bet openly. Give me the bills when no one else believes in them. And this is an interesting comment here. I got bills, the bills, bills revenge game. And I got the bills as my Super Bowl for uh, the AFC. I like that everyone's writing them off. I feel like they show up in big games and they do not show up in little games. I don't understand it. Uh, but plus 133, it is my best bet. It's a bit square um, in this in the sense that there is more money on the Bengals. So, um, but I don't feel like the gap between the number of tickets and money is sharp money. So I say a bit square. I'm going against the money, but it's not square. I'm not against sharps here. Um, I genuinely believe the public has bought this up. They are way high on Joe Burr. Everyone's high on Joe Money. So I think they're making the wrong decision. And it's people, to be high yeah. on the Bengals, not low on the Niners after that last game. Yeah, people rally behind Joe Burrow as soon as he gets it going. Like, I'm just not quite there yet, truthfully. Like, based off of just last week. I mean, I know he's finally getting healthy. Um, something to think about, though, in this game, you're getting the Bills at their lowest, losing to the Patriots, and then you're getting the Bengals at their highest. Like, to me, this is Bills' money line. Yep. It has to be. The only reason I don't love it is the Bengals just have the Bills' number. Like we already they talked really about do. those trends. Four and, one, four and one against the spread versus the Bills in their last five. Um, and they've also won their last nine home games coming off a win. So when the Bengals put it together, they put it together. So to me, I think the value is clearly on the Buffalo Bills here on the money line, but I'm definitely not in love with it. I don't know that. This will be an official play whatsoever here. So appreciate the comment here from Alan. I think the analysis is spot on. Bills versus Bengals. I think something is wrong with the Bengals this year altogether. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a game that and nothing would surprise us. Like the Bills come yeah. out and hammer the Bengals, or the Bengals come out and hammer the Bills. And, and I want to be like, oh, no shit. You and I'm, I'm sorry for repeating myself, but I want to just give you guys this, this narrative, right? Because narratives have some value if you buy into them. So just hear me out. The Niners have... After they played Jacksonville, they've played three teams off the bye. The Bengals were able to get Burr healthy off the bye, preparing for the Niners for two weeks. And these Niners were beat up. They were beat up by Cleveland, beat up by Minnesota, and now beat up by the Bengals. So I think people are making a mistake, and they're elevating the Bengals when they should be deflating the Niners. And then you have the Buffalo Bills, who everyone's hating on, and they have now had a chance at an all-time low off a loss to the Patriots. So I, I cannot believe I'm getting this. I'm surprised this is not a pick em. I think it's only not a pick em because 80% of the money, 60% of the tickets on the Bengals. So anyone out there that wants to fade the public, this is my official best bet of the week. This is my official fade the public play. The public is giving me 30 points of value where I shouldn't be getting it. And that's how I see this game. I think it should be a pick em. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, moving on to Monday Night Football now. Last game of the week. I like this game. Yeah. Chargers traveling to the Jets. The Chargers are minus three here on the road, over under 40 and a half. 59% of the tickets are on the Chargers, even more of the money on the Chargers here. Public are selling the Jets in this spot. Not a ton of trends yet in this game since we're a lot of days out here, but what do you what do you think here? Chargers do have some injuries. Gerald Everett is questionable. Um, we know about some of the Jets injuries. 
Randall Cobb's questionable as well. What do you think of uh, this game in this spot? Yeah, Chargers have some hope now, right? That was a, they've they've gotten a chance to revitalize. Um, I, oh man, back to back in prime times. What what I would say here is I, I believe this game kicks off around four four and a half on the Chargers. So if you like the Chargers, bet it now. I I do like the Chargers. I just hate going against home dogs in prime time. I really like this Jets defense, but home dogs in prime time is almost a dead system. I've showed you guys that it's negative the last two years if you bet it blindly. So it's you know a 10-year profitable system that's now negative. Um, it's hard for me, right? People are going to be high on the Jets, but man, let's not forget who the Jets came back to beat. A very, very bad New York Giants. So I can't believe they won that game. I, yeah, and good I had, on them winning I had Jets it, right? minus three, and I was so happy to get a push there. Yeah, I, uh, I like the under in this game. I think the Chargers hold the Jets to next to nothing. I think the Chargers offense shows up. I think after this game, people are going to say, okay, these Chargers are a playoff team like we thought they were. Really? Yeah, and it's 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 going to be square side. So bet it now, guys. It's going to be three and a half, four and a half by, by kickoff. Nah, maybe four and a half is too much, but four. Yeah. Yeah, to me, I would just take the under in this game, truthfully. And the Jets defense in prime time has been pretty good as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I definitely like the under in this spot. I mean, I like a nice little 16-13 grind out game. This this this, this under feels, yeah. feels Even nice. Yeah, 2017 gets it done. Yeah, and guys, at 40 and a half, that's a gift. This might kick off at 38. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's move on to a quick recap. Gino Survivor. I'll let you go ahead, Gino. Yeah, I, I like Cleveland here. Um, I think you're I, I think this game kicks off higher. I don't I do not think there's any reason for Kyler to come back. Um, I know Arizona's has little flashes in the pan, but this can be very hard for whoever the quarterback is in Arizona, Kyler or not, to go into this Cleveland. Uh the they they're coming off a tough loss in Seattle. They're not gonna want to lose back to back games. And you know, I know I say want, but it's the NFL. Um, I just think you're getting a, a really balanced run game and a really balanced defense at home. It's a great spot for Survivor. Uh, and Cleveland still has a lot of tough games left, so I actually want them off my slate. Dog of the week, Carolina Panthers, baby. I love this spot. I told you guys just a little bit ago, and we're going to bring my boy Trevor on here shortly. I'm going to ask him straight up if we're going to be laddering my boy Bryce Young this week at home against the 32nd worst defense. In the NFL, after he got his first win, he's confident. He's back home. He's facing a bad defense. Keep the damn points. Give me the Panthers on the money line. What's your dog of the week? My dog of the week is those Minnesota Vikings. Ugly, right? I'm, I'm selling Atlanta here, really. I'm, I'm also buying Minnesota a little bit, but I like that they went out and got Dobbs. It shows they're not throwing in the towel to the fan base. I know he's not playing, but I just like that they are bringing him in. Um, so... Overall, I think they win this game with defense and run. I've been really low on Atlanta for a couple weeks now. That spread is way off. Take take the four and a half points, though. Um, I do think there's one that Maddie can get paid on, but I'll, I'm taking the four and a half. Um, and that's all I got there. And then I, I think the Saints might hit that over in the game. That's why I have them as high as scoring. This will pay you know big. Odds are? I was looking earlier, but here I can, I can pull it's, it up. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. everyone on the show knows the highest scoring team and the lowest scoring team of the entire these are, Sunday. These are massive long shots. These are like my UFC exact outcomes. This 20 is to 1, 15, 25 20 to 1. 20 to 1 on both these. So these are just small sprinkles we do for fun. Yeah, and both of those are over 20 to 1. They're actually yeah. not even in the top three for, yeah. both, for both the team selections. So there's a high. They're 20 to 1. They're, yeah. they're parlays in themselves, exact finishes. Yeah. 
um, and then go with your player. yeah, yeah. My best bet, and honestly, it's not a crazy two or three unit play. Uh, it's just a best bet for the sake of the show. But I'm gonna go with the over in the Eagles Cowboys game. The one thing that does concern me is generally that game is a little bit lower scoring in Philly than it is in Dallas, just based off of past results. But I can't ignore the fact that my Eagles defense just doesn't have it on the back end. I think Dak is going to have some success in the game. And I also think in crunch time, the Eagles will be able to put up points. So I'm taking the over 46 in that game. Gino? Bill's money line. I like Bills to win this game by anything as high as seven to 10 points. Um, I think they're going to be up most of the game as well. I believe their defense is going to frustrate Cincinnati. I like their defense, and I think their offense is going to bounce back. Um, let's not sell, oversell the Bills just because what the Patriots did. The Patriots have their number. They play a lot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just one of those. It's like a Denver, Kansas City. Um, so I cannot believe I'm getting plus 133. I want to thank the public for overbetting that and getting me 33% of ROI where I don't think I deserve it. I think it should be plus 100. I'm surprised that one's not your dog of the week. Yeah, no, it's my best bet. Yeah, no, I yeah. like it. All right, let's get and bring Trevor on. Please, in the chat, guys. Make sure you drop in your DFS, your fantasy football questions, anything relative to player props. Trevor can answer them for you. Trevor, before you get started, I have to ask you, am I crazy to be taking Bryce Young this weekend and the Panthers? Maybe the Panthers' skill positions here in this spot. Um, I love Thielen in this spot. Um, like Thielen's going to be in a great spot. You just see he continues. We, uh, we bet him last week. He continues to get like peppered with targets. Um, I actually, here's the crazy part. I think this is, this game's going over. So I like both offenses here. I think JT has a big day against, you know, Carolina has no run defense. Um, I'm curious to see where they set Young's lines at. He looked really good coming out of that bye, right? You can see him getting a little more comfortable, um, I, I'll be interested to see if he, you know, if we can get his line around 200, 210, even 220. Uh, I definitely like his over there. There's, there's some upside. Uh, but again, I, if they come out and set it at 245, I'm going to like it a lot less. Interesting. Got a quick question here. How do you feel about quick question in the comments? How do you feel about Alvin Kamara? Two touchdowns. I mean, if you're going two DDs, that's one of the better spots. I mean, right? The Bears are terrible. The yes. Saints are going to score a billion points on am them. I hearing, am I hearing a three TD prop bet? Bro. Uh, I, actually, I got one. I got one, but oh, it's not shit. there. Oh, you do, sicko. I do. I have one. That I just think it's like it's just the nut matchup. Um, so I the Saints here, the spot to go by is uh, Rashid Shaheed. Go buy him. He's going to come in at like 25 to 28 and a half, right? Like receiving yards. And he's going to get 50 to 100 in this game. And we've Ladder. seen what Kamara gets, right? Kamara is going to get used every which way. Um, he's going to get, you know, carries. He's going to get, you know, the catches out of the backfield. Uh, definitely, you know, especially if you, if you can get Kamara at two TDs above plus 400, I love it. Anything about plus 400 for him uh, against yeah. that trash Bears defense who have, like, thrown in the towel, I think that's a, a – even with them ball. adding Montez Sweat. Like, I don't care. <laughs> that's The Saints are going to score, like, 80 points on them this week. It's going to be gross. I love it. And then I want to ask you, you see my Dolphins hat. It's only because our Niners are on a bye. I don't yeah. – I never, never betray my team, and we, we all now live in Florida. Uh, 
so we got the Dolphins, right? We all know about their offense. Mm-hmm. That's not surprising, but they're up against a really good defense. So I'm actually seeing a lot of value on the Dolphins run, the running backs. So I wanted to ask you, are you eyeing anything in that game? I'm on moisture over rush yards. I think I think he That's goes. Uh, I like Raheem in this spot. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna roll Jeff Wilson Jr. in more, right? You okay. saw it, but this is a big game. This is a must-win game for Miami, and they know they it. A, they need a calendar win, they don't have a win yet. Yeah, this is this is must win for Miami. And I think that this is a spot they definitely try to work Raheem in more. And you can run you can run on Kansas City. Like and he has that right. There's not a lot of guys in the NFL that can run 21, 22 miles an hour, right? He's one of those guys that can just break one at any time. So I love those spots. Um, I actually like the Dolphins this week. I think this is their signature win. Um, I get uh, that. I get my home sick, but here's the thing besides Kelsey and Rasheed Rice is like coming up. They don't have anybody, right? Like they just don't have anybody else in that offense. And it was all because they didn't want to pay Tyreek that guaranteed money. Sorry to interrupt. Aren't you surprised they didn't make any moves? I, I can't believe it. They, they can't look at that receiving core and think this is what we want to go to the Super Bowl with. Like, I I just don't think they get there with it. yeah. Like, like dude, like I get they got like they got the bunch of Super Bowl appearances, they got two rings now. Right. I just couldn't believe they didn't put their foot down. I I immediately started celebrating because I was like, this is the NFC's year to win the Super Bowl. And right, Ramsey's back way earlier from Miami, right? He had a pick last week. Um, they're gonna put Ramsey on rice. Like they're just going to say they're going to double bracket Kelsey. They're going to put Ramsey on rice. Cause he can cover him one-on-one. And then I like amazing. Justin Watson, but like they're going to have to beat him with more Watson, Tony. I don't know that they can because the dolphins can turn around and put up those points. Um, I think that's a big, I, I think he's a big spot and I think they just run the ball at him. I think it's going to be uh, like shocking how much they run at him because they got Wilson back. And I try not to buy narratives, but I, I'm buying the the fireworks show for the people over in Germany that the NFL wants to expand. I I do think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Yeah, me too. Like I like that spot. Um, so the, I'll start with my two TD guy that I think just has like this is finally his week. If any of you follow me on Twitter, you will know I've been begging for the falcons to bench ritter all season and start at least taylor heideke because he at least can like make a like a 12 yard out throw i think i think this is drake london's week the vikings secondary is terrible they lost cousins he has one of the better matchups this week uh i love drake london in this spot i think he finally gets used uh you know i can see him going eight one ten uh, with two TDs, like I, I'm gonna, I I love Drake this week. I think he, I think they finally get using him because they're, they got a guy that can actually throw the ball now. So I love that spot. Um, like that. I'm gonna talk about your Cowboys Eagles game. Um, your Eagles secondary in terms of fantasy is the sure. worst team in the NFL. Wow. Uh, they have, yeah, like from a Where's not from. Uh, yeah, from a fantasy standpoint versus wide receivers, like just versus wide receivers, they're giving up 372.3 fantasy points. That's 40 more than the commanders 
and 50 more than the Niners. So, like, just from a fantasy perspective, they've given up the most receptions. They've given up the second most yards. Uh, and they've given up almost the se- and next to the commanders, the second most TDs. I think CD is going to feast this week uh, against them. Like, I think CD has another monster game. Um, now, I also think they pick Dak once or twice. Like, I don't know that Dallas can beat him, but from a straight fantasy point, I think they feed CD all day. Like, I think this is a spot to feed him. Um, like, I, I like I that. I drafted AJ Brown, so I'm I'm so high on him that he's been performing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ's going to AJ's going 125 again. Like, he's like yes. he's going 125. He's breaking the records. Like, that's just going to keep rolling. Uh, there's no stopping that right now. There, there's no, in my opinion right now, there's not a player on either side of the ball in the NFL playing better than AJ Brown. Like, yeah, there's yeah, just yeah. not. Like, I think he's playing the he's best. So physical in his his positioning and his yeah. routes. Like, yeah, yeah. like honestly, he just. I, I want to see a huge. I know we were we laddered Devonte last week and we hit nicely on that. Even though we lost the hundred plus yard by a fucking yard. Oh, don't so, even, don't even give me. Oh started. my god, bro! I I want to tell you, I laddered it up to one twenty five on my. I didn't. Put it as official picks, <laughs> but I laddered it. I hit it 100, 110, 125. Maddie's so like, I had 195. Yeah, I had to, and I was sick about that yard, even on the 101. Yeah, I'm like waiting if, for that like two TD game from Devonte, where teams just go all in on AJ Brown and like we're not letting this guy beat us. Oh, and then that game's coming. Um, it, uh, I see a question on Devonte. I don't know yet. I want to see the lines. It's still early. So, right, like follow our Twitter, you know, get in, our, get in the Discord, um, you know, ask me about them. But I, I like that game. I think it's a great spot. I can't believe they didn't flex that game to the Monday night game, right? Like, why would you not flex them out of the Chargers and Jets? But whatever. I don't think they, I don't think they flex different days. I only think they flex from afternoon to Sunday night. Yeah, it was just one of those, like, they should have flexed it. Um, so let, let's talk about that, the Sunday night game. Um, real quick, I want to cheerlead for you, just real quick. So, anyone listening, guys, just discipline to gens is a free Discord too. So, y'all can go in right now. You can ask questions. There's plays in there. There's people in there. Maddie hypes that to the moon. We share. Um, I think we went. I, you know, we, we give out a few picks, but we give out a couple a week. So, one, we don't only sell private DD. So that's number one. Two, Trevor, I wanted to cheerlead for you that you went 17. You were up 17 units, guys. Mm-hmm. 17 units in one month, betting props, laddering, having a blast is insane. I know y'all are numb to it because all you see is dudes hitting 50 unit bets. But the way we bet half unit plays, mostly one unit plays to be up 17 X, whatever you're comfortable risking. That's how it needs to be seen. 17 X, whatever you're comfortable with, Trev gave you back. So um, don't only think that DD is just this show and it's a paid community. We have that, but there's also a free channel, free sweat station. We share plays. So there, there's something for everyone. So I just wanted to cheerlead real quick. Yeah. Um, I want to see, I want to ask you guys, I can't figure this out. I listen, I get, let's talk about the Sunday night game. I get burrow finally looked healthy. Right. But how are they favorites against the bills? Like, I don't uh, like, I think the public's going to st- – I haven't looked at the money yet. I think the public's going to steam Cincy after that win, and I love the Bills here. Um, they already have. They have already they? Have yeah, I haven't looked yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already done it. They're at 80, 83% of the money oh. and you know, six, 70% of the tickets. So the variance between tickets and money is not sharp. It's just 
more everything on Cincy. Yeah, and yeah. this is a like Buffalo's like pass defense is for real. Like they're Josh, real. Josh Allen does have that right shoulder injury. He's kept practice today. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that would be a big deal. Yeah, like obviously that changes the game, but it, you know, like it's still it. I like Buffalo here. Here's why I like Buffalo's defense here. Like I like their matchups. Like I think like they're gonna lock down T. Like T's gonna have no shot this week. Like T Higgins is not doing anything against Buffalo here. Like T's gonna see Teron Johnson. And like get locked down. Tyler Boyd isn't going anywhere. Chase is going to get his right. Jamar is Jamar. He's going to get his. Um, I can but, see that being a sneaky under game. Yeah, like that's actually that's what I like. Like I'll I'll probably have like some T unders in that spot. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of like like I'm I just like the Buffalo side of it, especially as the public continues to pour in. You'll definitely probably see me on on some of that. Um, and then. Yeah. We have some crazy games. Like it'll be interesting to see like what the Browns lines come out against the cards, you know, because uh, they're not start. You know, they're not going to bring Kyler back till after the bye, so we know they punted. Um, the Packers are Jordan Love is terrible. Uh, I love the Rams uh, again this week. Um, I think they're actually going to run the ball at them. I'm really excited for the Houston Tampa Bay game. I just think that's going to be a good game. But let's talk about I got a I got a three TD. I got my three TD bet. We got the New York Giants against the dumpster fire Las Vegas Raiders. Saquon Barkley is going off this week. The Raiders have thrown in the towel. They are trash. They fired everybody last night. Right? In the middle of the night. They fired everyone last night. Like they fired everybody in the middle of the night. Like you're giving out are, three TDs on Saquon. Saquon, three TDs. What does that pay? Uh, it's not up yet, but it'll be up. It's gonna be. It's gonna be big. It'll be plus twenty five hundred to plus four thousand. It should be. Wait a second, guys. Yeah. This needs to be like a clip within the clip. You're giving out Saquon, three right. TDs, and you're saying it's plus twenty five hundred. Minimum, it'll be min probably plus twenty five hundred. Let me look. I'll look and see if it's up yet. Wow. I don't think it's up. Yeah, we went we went full screen for you. Let's go and yeah. repeat that. Yeah, let me uh let me pull it up here. And I want to jump off of that back to back show in five minutes. So okay, give me so, give me the give me the bull prediction. Bull prediction: Saquon Barkley against the dumpster fire Raiders. Three touchdowns, two rush, one receiving. Daniel Jones is back. Saquon goes for like. 175 total yards between rush and receiving and the giants are going to murder the Raiders this week, murder them. My brother, hold on before. So one respect you making the bold claim. This is going to be a clip. We will bang this out. I have, we basically were on the opposite. He likes the Raiders money line and I like the under in the game. Potentially the giants have the least amount of points. So one of the three of us are going to look good. Two of the three of us are going to look questionable. For me, it's uh, the Raiders can't stop the run, and that you know Jones wow. Jones's neck. They're bringing him back. This is Saquon's spot to eat. I said they just fired the whole team. And, like, and are you going? Everybody. Are you going one TD, two TD, three TD, three bets? Or are you just going three? All no, no, we're gonna we're gonna ladder it up. Okay, I'm just curious. All right, so yeah, yeah. So it'll be out in DD. I'll put that as one of my free plays. So wow. it'll be in DD uh, on what we like. Yeah, they don't have the props up yet. So. Uh, it's going to be big money, uh, but I think this is Saquon just goes to town. 
You're All an right. animal, brother. Thanks for coming on. We'll see. All right. You, you, Maddie ain't happy. Uh, Maddie's not going to like it. Maddie's going to like it when my, he bets it and he gets paid. That's what Maddie's going to like. Raiders are one of my favorite buy low spots of the week. So maybe the, Giants, the Giants defense is going to eat Aiden O'Connell for lunch. Poor rookie's going to get thrown to the bu- under the bus. Yeah. I like it, brother. Later. All right. All right, everybody. Like, subscribe, show the channel some love, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank <laughs> you.